The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's up, Cowboys Nation? And welcome to the Cowboys Can Fan Podcast. Brought to you by Fansided. And is it's the official podcast of the Landry Hat Top Cobb. Wow, already struggling. On today's episode of the Cowboys Can Fan Podcast, we have uh, our good friend Paul from UK Cowboys. We were on their show uh, earlier, and then uh, he came on our show and um, it, uh, had a, a nice little conversation about uh, what the Cowboys... what what happened with the Cowboys and what we're looking at uh, for the rest of the year here. Obviously looking forward to a game against the Eagles on Christmas Eve. That's this Saturday. Um, So we break down that. We also break down where we think the issues might be with the team. Is it, is it all on Dak's shoulders? Do some of the wide receivers, uh, wide receivers, wide receivers. That's a, that's an interesting uh, concept. I'm going to deep dive into that in my mind, but again, Enough digression here. Let's get back to what the heck this episode's about. Um, yeah, we just break down where we think those issues are with the Cowboys. Do we actually think uh, that this is a playoff team? Um, it was a great conversation, so I hope you guys enjoy it. Also, make sure you come join us. This was These are live podcasts that we do on YouTube. You can find us on YouTube.com slash Cowboys Can Fan Podcast, or just search Cowboys Can Fan on YouTube. We will c- pop up. We do a live show every, typically every Wednesday, although lately we've been bouncing around due to the holidays and the snow uh, here in Vancouver, BC, um, Canada. But uh, yes, we do a live show every Wednesday at 6 p.m. PST, 8 p.m. CST, 9 p.m. EST. Um, and if you're not in one of those time zones, just fill in the blanks. But basically, come join us. We also live stream every Dallas Cowboys game, do play-by-play, do some drinks, have an awesome live chat on both those days. So make sure uh, come hang out with us, share your comments, ask some questions, throw some hate. We love it. Uh, but we do have a lot more uh, uh, better time when people come there and, and engage us in conversation. So please make sure to do so. Uh, we also are on all of the social medias. TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. At Cowboys Can Fan. Again, if you just search Cowboys Can Fan, uh, we're going to show up. And finally, a big shout out to the Grid Network. That's G-R-Y-D-N-E-T-W-O-R-K. Grid Network. We're a group of sports personalities uh we don't just talk cowboys um sports though so if you're interested in in all things sports related make sure you check out the grid network there's a lot of um great sports minds there as well as great dudes that we've been able to meet uh over these last two years of doing this podcast hard in the paint so appreciate everyone on that make sure you go check them out all right enough of me let's get into it What did we miss? Did we hit, we miss something? Who cares? We just didn't hit record at the right time, but it doesn't matter because welcome to the Cowboys Can Fan Podcast. Crack him if you got him, son. Crack him if you got him, son. Crack him if you got him, son. We oh, don't we... have to pay for that song. 
<laughs> so we can let it ride. Yeah, let it let it ride. What did we get flagged for last week? Was it when we dissected that terrible interception in overtime? Yes. Is that what got us? Yeah. We were silly and we just we said we didn't care. And we you know what? On losses we do lose our minds. We do lose our minds, but with saying that, if it would have been was it because that was taken from NFL.com? Is that what fuck yeah. fuck See now I'm all I'm all gun shy right now saying the F word. No, look if had we had we um uh zoomed in or whatever or just and not- had so, uh, like any other account that wasn't from- I'm going to I'm going to fix it and I don't want us to worry about it again. It's okay. weird, but Because it has nothing to do with the show we put on. Well, hey. it it, do- it does because we were wa- crack me if you got him. We were watching that damn interception. No, no, I So abs- it, it hurt us even in the aftermath of yeah, the game. It was a double tap. I don't nothing against you guys. I'm more so that it sucked that it was on that play. Anyways, we are the Cowboys Can Fan Podcast. AJ's intro obviously told us or told you where you can find us. Uh, anyone joining us on YouTube, obviously you can see us. If you're on any any of the podcast platforms, you can't see us. And in that case, you should be heading over to YouTube. How's it going, guys? I'm okay. It's good. I mean, this is, okay. this is we're on a Thursday. We're like a midday live. Brother Adrian already said, well, shit, next time give me a heads up so I can call in drunk to work. Oh. <laughs> It's no Eagles doubt. week. Every, Eagles week. A- anything can happen, you know? Saturday night game? Pretty Saturday crazy. Night? Saturday. Well, I mean, Saturday, but we, for most people, Saturday night. And we right. just we just get off we just got off, and I mean got off, tag t- a triple t- a triple threat match on the uh, UK Cowboys podcast. So yeah, we, appreciate those boys. Thanks so much. Check them out. Yeah, any at at UK Cowboys. Uh, we'll put the link in this description because why the hell not? It's and, Christmas. And we just decided, hey, why not? Let's double down on this orgy of uh, fun a podcast that we're having here, and uh, Paul's going to be joining us shortly. I'm just sending him out the invite. Adam's just sending out the invite. Okay, but, I want. Let's get the yeah, shenanigans. Let's get. Let's, get, let's, let's oh, get going. Paul just dropped. Paul just uh, in the chat as I'm about to send it. He said, "Justin Sam Williams was in a car accident." Ooh, damn! No! Just came in right now. Hopefully not bad. I hope he's okay. Not only because of obviously we want him on the football field, but you never want someone to get seriously hurt in a car accident that's terrible this close to christmas that's awful so we'll we'll definitely keep an eye on that i'm going to give some positive news before we jump into that uh the pro bowl rosters came out yesterday and the dallas cowboys had seven players on that team uh we basically had cd lamb tony pollard uh Demarcus Lawrence, Micah Parsons, Devontae Turpin, Zach Martin, and who am I missing? Trevon Diggs. Those were our seven Pro Bowl picks. We got a beautiful picture of them up on there. And I there think it's I think it's all very well deserved. Uh, I do think possibly Dorrance Armstrong, uh, Malik Hooker, and Donovan Wilson could have also been on pro, a Pro Bowl roster. Uh, maybe they're going to be, hopefully none of these guys are playing. Cause if you're in the super bowl, you're not, you don't play yeah. in the pro bowl. Yeah. Hopefully none of them are playing, but I could have seen either of those guys also getting the nod, but congrats to all those Cowboys players that made the pro bowl. AJ, what do you got going on over there? What is that? You're saying, saying some, some or whatever. Samsung, uh, Samsung, song, some special rum. No one knows what it's made with, but it comes from Thailand. It's so from, he, okay. We can do a, le- a legitimate. Ooh, pop them if you got them. It, it, it was a crack. Oh, crack. I that guess that is a crack. a crack. That is a crack if you got it. Okay. Not the traditional crack. So you're, you're having a little Christmas drink. So this is sweet. I, the thing I like about this is uh, these Pro Bowl players is Trevon Diggs, back-to-back years, 
Micah Parsons back to back years. I can't remember if Zach Crackman if he got him. I can't remember if Zach Martin was on the team. Couple surprises for me. I didn't expect D Law to make it, and not because I don't think he deserves it. Yeah. I just thought more so that around the league he doesn't get as much recognition as he as he should. So this was a very big surprise. I'm I'm stoked that D Law made it. And then Turpin. I, I was kind of surprised to see Turpin on there. Obviously, guys in the league uh, have put some respect on his name. Well, it's it's obviously not because of what he the touchdowns. I think it's just the ball placement. When he gets the ball, he's good for another. How many yards are we talking about? Like, what makes the difference on a field of five, ten yards? And and that's what he's that's the additional yardage that you're getting with Turpin. I wonder if it also goes to because a lot of the players vote for him, and then obviously fans get to, and then coaches and whoever. So maybe the guys that are behind the scenes obviously see the toll that he's that maybe these guys behind closed doors they're game planning for this dude, right? So that's another big thing. They, they might be they might change their whole special team approach just to try to to. Uh, hold him in check. So that could yeah. be another thing that plays. EJ saying that Turpin's the only player in the league with a 50 plus yard punt and kickoff return. There it hey. is. And I do think it's really well. I think it goes a long way to see DeMarcus Lawrence on the, on the, Oh football, yeah. We football love football some, we love some D law. Yeah. Well deserved. Well deserved. He's not, the, he's not out there uh, making necessarily the uh, spectacular high, highlight reels that you're going to see on ESPN, but his fundamentals is just so incredible and, and important to this. Defense. And that's that's just, that's to make the Pro Bowl. A lot of people say, "Oh, Pro Bowl doesn't mean shit." It does. It's it's a boost to these guys. Obviously, the game itself is kind of kind of a joke, but it is a big thing. Hey. I, and it's a props to all the guys that made it. A midweek here for the boys. I like it. Yeah. Some uh, some guy named George who's brand new to the chat. Hey, George, see, see, like like and subscribe, uh, well, baby. George is saying Cowboys need a real quarterback. Dak is a bum. And then he says Lawrence is overrated and overpaid. And All right, never mind. Find a different one to watch. <laughs> <laughs> so. uh, whatever. Hey, I will say this before we jump into the next topic. If this is your first time here, please leave a like. Please uh, drop a subscribe. It does help us grow the channel and gives us a giant, giant ego boost. So, fellas. We were just on a podcast. We talked about some injuries that had happened. We talked about a bit of defense. We talked a little bit of offense. We talked about the Eagles game coming up. Where do you guys want to kick off with? I, I'm kind of, I'm well, kind of down with a little bit of free ball. Did you have a? Well, you we got Paul. Paul just showed up. Paul so just showed up. We'll get him on in a few here. But do, what are you guys feeling like free balling? We know Ad wants to jump right in, but AJ, do you have anything? Well, um, I don't want to jump look, into anything. I, I just want to say I, I had some time to think about last game and think about the Cowboys season and the ebbs and flows, and, and we did touch on this a little bit on um, on the uh, UK Cowboys podcast. But bringing this 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 um, high and low season that the Cowboys have been playing inconsistent football uh, in some ways I'll take it, you know, if it's going to mean some big highs at the right moments, absolutely. But the lows are terrible. Now, keeping this all in mind, it's like life, uh, you do have to, <laughs> you do have to consider the last three weeks. This is what we're three, four weeks. This is what we're moving forward with. So I don't want to like, look too back too far back and then like use that as as any sort of uh, relevance yeah for, for what we're looking forward to new here. this is a new team a, this a, this team's completely different completely than six different. weeks ago but the elements that were in place are in place now and they were in place when cooper rush was playing football and we found a way to win in those games and i'm really highlighting the the defense mostly because i think the offense has been on a consistent improve improvement throughout 
throughout the season. So, but we're seeing that reverse trend with the defense. It's concerning. Yeah, it and is. and I and um, yeah, I. That's my where my mind is right now. I want I, I'm concerned. I want them to fix it. I don't know how. So those guys that you're paying five plus million to, they better fucking figure it out. <laughs> they better get their asses in line. Uh, before we get that, I do want to say two things that are still pretty positive. Uh, after our devastating loss to the Jaguars, the Giants went on to lose, and the Cowboys actually clinched playoffs. 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 So we. So we. We're in playoffs, no matter are what. We, are we allowed saying playoffs? Playoffs. Uh, now that they're in oh, playoffs. Sh- shit, yeah. Shit, yeah, we are. Uh, but, so, obviously, the clinching playoffs is huge. It's going to be tough for us to move up from that fifth seed. The second good news is this is the first time the Cowboys have been to the playoffs. Playoffs, playoffs. in back-to-back seasons since the since the early 90s. Shit, them boys is having the time of their lives. So, with, with everybody being, you know, we, obviously, we have flaws in this team and everyone being upset in the last 20 years, we haven't seen a Cowboys team make consecutive playoff runs. So I'm, I'm happy about that. I'm happy. We're going to have something to watch this off season. It just better not be one game. Oh gosh. This postseason, it better be at least, uh, we got to get by that wild card. That's all I wanted to say about that. That is, it's great news that we made the dance. You start off, you start the season off in hopes of making it to the postseason, And we did. Right. I mean, so Alex went on a thing. You went on something completely different, and I'll make I'll keep the trend before we bring in our guest. Um, I mean, and then I want to hear Ad, Ad just Paul, starts, and then I want Paul around. Ad just starts talking about like this dope drone he bought or something. <laughs> Dude, this drone, I'm telling you, it has the zoom in feature, and it is. You uh, thought that intro to the Cowboys Stadium was something? Well, check wait, out what, you just wait, wait till just wait till it does our studio. It just it comes in and flies out. And yeah, it's yeah. Like, Dro- drone can fan. It's the yeah, wall. drone can fan. Uh, no, I mean the the Dak, the Dak Prescott conversation. Uh, we've already. We've been primed about it. I just think that in terms of Dak getting a lot of hate this last week, you know, uh, Shady Shady McCoy uh, uh, going off on him and, and and calling him ass, and just again the consistent Dak hate. I don't give a shit if we if we're called Dak riders. I think the biggest thing that is evident. Um, surrounding Dak Prescott is that he is our quarterback. We we don't we're not going to go to Cooper Rush. Period. So we, Dak is completely capable. I want him to continue to be aggressive. I don't think all the interceptions this year have been completely Dak's fault. Get bringing in TY Hilton um to help our our wide receiving core bring and uh, bring Dak some of the, the the route running that we need. Hopefully open it up for Michael Gallup and and CD Lamb. I just think that right now going into playoffs uh, to, to not be one and done, to actually accelerate um, for the second half of the season. I don't give a shit how many interceptions he's thrown if we're winning the games. Obviously, you could say that the game was lost because of Dak's interception because that's exactly how we lost in overtime, but that wasn't Dak's fault, period. Are you, are you and, s- end of story. Are, okay. End of story. I, I just was a statement. the But you're meaning like you want to see Dak turn it up. I like so I think Dak has been playing pretty uh, aggressive since he's come back. I think he has at times looked a little bit unsure in some of the situations that he's been put in, but I don't want Dak to be uh I don't want Dak to uh, default and not make some of those throws. I just think that in those certain situations we need to have the wide receiving core step up and catch the effing ball. Take take it for what you will. Uh, I was looking at the depth chart that got released today. 
Jalen Tolbert's still ahead of T.Y. Hilton on the depth chart. I mean, it, it doesn't really mean much, I don't think, but he, he is, which is kind of confusing. I, I'd be surprised if Jalen Tolbert's playing this weekend and T.Y. Hilton isn't. The, uh, the only thing I want to say about Tol- Tolbert. Tolby? Is. Tolberoni? Either. I don't want, I want this to be a this year decision on this guy. I don't want him waiting in the wings for three or four years. Like, either he has some gusto and get him out in the field and let's see what it is, or he doesn't, and it's there's no point to really hang on to that position. I, I'm coming at it really aggressive because I have had this thought in my head a little bit, and I don't think that he actually has. You want to snip, what, you I, snip Toby? I want to snip him. I want to snip him off. Well, <laughs> the... Uh, Obviously, with the Cowboys bringing in, in, talking about OBJ and talking about and actually bringing in T.Y. Hilton in, we kind of talked about this on the UK Cowboys show to do with Michael Gallup, but it's obviously to do further than that than Jalen with Jalen Tolbert or James Washington. You wouldn't keep bringing in these guys if you were convinced Jalen Tolbert can even remotely help you do yeah. something, right? Like he hasn't showed, he hasn't showed being a third round pick at this point and a lot of uh, pre- um, season hopefuls were thinking Tolbert would have had the most impact of any rookie, and he's just been non-existent. Yeah. So and, and, and it's it's also just the quietness on all fronts. I haven't heard that. Oh, he's making leaps and bounds in practice, or oh, they're they're looking to utilize. It's like just literally he's not on the team. I'll bite those few catches he had earlier on. Yep. Yeah, it's kind of it's it's a little upsetting. Came from a small small college, and it's it's showing. Same thing, kind of with. With uh, Kelvin Joseph bounced yeah. around a little bit in college, and is it that learning curve? Maybe, Maybe, but like, I I don't think that any team should be in a position at this um, point in where the NFL is with the talent that comes in year after year after year. Like, look what we're seeing with players who show up um, in late. I, th- you know, no stats to back this up, but I bet you it's in favor of more late round draft picks be becoming NFL starters uh, in the last say. Five ten years. Yep. Than previously. Yeah. No, you're, you're right. One hundred percent. Shall we bring in the the fellow from the UK Cowboys, uh, Paul himself from Glasgow? Hey, there he is. What's up? What up? What up? Good. What up? At I am. Uh, no, no, I can actually say what I want to say. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> drop it. Drop it. This, this is. Hey, this is a free zone. Yeah, say whatever. Free- you can say whatever uh, you want. Uh, this is uh, real uh, free speech. <laughs> <laughs> So Paul, we, we we've been pretty we've been pretty uh, we've been chatting for the last two hours because we were on your guys' show, um, and now you're on our show. Any anything um, that we've been talking about so far, just to, just before we get into some of our uh, our conversations about the Eagles coming up. Anything, any lasting comments from the Jaguars game? There's a heated conversation look, going on in chat, and I'm not even going to entertain because, it yet. Because how, how if we, you don't look at it, it'll go away. How we do our show is there is structure in theory, yes. and then we just kick the door down and <laughs> yeah. kind of go with it. So, Paul, we're literally letting you direct the rest of the show here, how we're going to go. What are we talking about today? <laughs> well, coming off that Jaguars game, give us, give, us your, give us your main point coming out of that game going f- that can – that leads without it just being affected by last game going forward. Your biggest thought, if that makes sense, I might've butchered yeah. the way I wanted to say it, but what did you get from last game that can, has a big point going forward? Okay. So we, as we kind of mentioned before, offensively, I think we were actually okay. Like we put 34 points on the board. I think, I think going into this game, our defense really needs to wake the fuck up yeah. and actually execute. 
So that's where, that's just plain and simple. Defense needs mm-hmm. to. We cannot give up 17, 20 points lead and still lose the game. We can't not do that. No. So and it's you, just. You, no, look, you're absolutely right, especially when the points continue to happen. It's one thing to lose a game 17 to 14 when you scored 14 points in the first half and didn't score anything in the second half. But when, we, when we're putting 34 points on the on the on the board, of course we're going to get those people out there who are saying, yeah, but the offense lost the ball because they put the defense in, in a bad position. I, I can say mm-hmm. that there was some argument for that early on in the game, but late, late in the game it was – very hard to watch that yep. second half. You knew what they were going to do. They were going to run the ball, and they were going to get six or seven yards yep. every fucking time. Every time they ran it, they were going to get some points. And the defense at some point in a game like that, it has to be like, you got to have some pride and be like, okay, we're going we're to go out there. Sure, the offense has, has put us in some bad spots, which the defense has done in some prior games. They did it Detroit, yeah. and they did it in Houston. The defense got put in some bad spots and they came out and made huge goal line stands. So I'm not saying that they haven't done that, but I do think that they were exposed last week and uh, Paul was right. You get a lead like that and you got, you got to put the team to bed. Exactly. I mean, you mentioned that as well, uh, just, just like an hour ago, um, just pretty much saying what I was just saying there. Like it's so frustrating because throughout the whole year, our defense, like, was it like seven games in a row we managed to keep teams under 20 points, which was like an NFL record for the Cowboys, well, yeah. a Dallas Cowboys record since like 1963 or something like that. Something ridiculous or 1973. Like, and all of a sudden we've just got this inconsistent streak where it comes to like, it could be the offense one week, it could be the defense this week. And I'll be perfectly honest, like not even so much the Jacksonville game, but that game against Houston, that was terrible to watch. Yeah, you were, I was there. At that yeah, game. You were there live. I was there. Yeah, I was there live, and I swear down, I was literally nearly falling asleep <laughs> during that game. It was that bad. Really? Even my it, it was it was it was terrible. Like what woke me up? It was that fourth again, the fourth quarter, two minutes. I was like, okay, we've got two minutes to go. We'll see what we can do here. Yep. And, and eventually we did get the win, but yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's like we, we just keep shooting ourselves in the foot every time. Oh, hi, I'm fake Jerry Jones, and you're listening to the Cowboys Can Fan Podcast. Make sure you hang on just for a second while these guys pay some bills. There's nothing I love hearing more than people making money off of advertising. I'm fake Jerry Jones, and let's get back to the podcast. It's the last it's- six quarters of, of Cowboys football that have been... The concern, I yep. think. Yeah, and and we're gonna see yeah. we're gonna see coming out against the Eagles here. Eagles week is a big week. Obviously, the news going forward is that Jalen Hurts isn't playing. Yeah, it's kind of a it kind of bums you out because I I was kind of using this game as a measuring stick, right? Like you go against Jalen Hurts, they're the top team in the the NFL. It's gonna put you in perspective of where you're at. Well, now I, I'm still on. I'm still the, the type that I don't care who you play. You gotta you gotta smoke them. But it's gonna take a little bit out of that sweet, 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 sweet victory, right? Like it's, it's gonna be dull. The taste is gonna be a little bit uh, not as sweet beating Minshew as it would be beating Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I'm so glad that you mentioned that because already, like, a, again, I kind of mentioned the earlier is like. Already, Eagles fans are already writing victory speeches and losses speeches already. <laughs> like they're like, "Oh, you beat us because we only had Gardner Minshew right. or Minspoo or whatever you want to call them." 
But I'll laugh if, every if, time if, that gets said. <laughs> I honestly if, will. But if Minspoo wins, then says, "Oh, you lost to a backdoor quarterback." Yeah. Oh, yeah. So the like, Cowboys are kind of in a, and because the game doesn't really have as shitty as it is, the game doesn't have as much uh, impact on the on the season st- um, playoff. But the position. Eagles is a lot though. There is the Eagles is a lot. There is because they're still battling it out with a couple teams. But for us, well, for, for us, well, we're going to be basically locked in the fifth, right? Like that's pretty much well, happening. For, for, the, for them, for them to win this game, they guarantee the First, NFC East. Uh, yeah, they win the NFC East, and then yeah. I, I think so far, honestly, so, they might even they might even clinch, depending what happens in a couple other games. If they beat us, and depending what happens with say the Vikings, they might even clinch first the overall first seed. It's just a nightmare to even think about. Yeah, the, really. the the playoffs and playoffs, playoffs. Super Bowl is going to go through Philly if that's playoffs. the case. So we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. Uh, it like I said that we've all we've had this game circled on our calendar since after we that's right after we lost. With, I know uh, the, 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 it, like that loss to Jackson really took the edge off things. Yeah. Like it's like any momentum we were going forward. Like even yeah, like the majority of the game against the Colts we played. Uh, Fourth quarter was amazing. Texas game really did suck to yep. watch. And it didn't feel like a victory at all. Like like I even remember leaving that stadium thinking, did we actually win that game? <laughs> uh, like how how did we win that? Like and, and it, it generally like deep down my core, I, I felt like a loss more than anything. <laughs> I, I, so we but, I did, we didn't get a chance to ask uh, uh, when we were chatting earlier, but like what was it like being at the Colts game? Because obviously the game uh until the fourth quarter, like what was the atmosphere like? Um, be, you, you, could t- you could you could sense the frustration within the crowd for sure. Um, so where I was, where was I sitting? I was like in section three to six or something like that. So I had a decent view and stuff like that. But in the next block, there was a lot of Colts fans, and they were being very rowdy in that. But we come to that uh, third, like the third quarter, where it was pretty much stalemate like it was really tip for toe right and they were pure like oh yeah we've got this win etc etc and, and i'm just kind of sitting crossing my arms like that this is this is frustrating Definitely. then then out of nowhere in that fourth quarter pick sixes and fumble recoveries you name it i, I can't even remember because it was just an absolute blur of what happened and we scored 33 points in that whole fourth quarter yeah that shit and, was wild and if you've seen the turnaround of Cowboys fans, and and I, I know you guys have seen the clip of Ed, Ed, Dallas Cowboy Chris wearing the 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 the, the, the coke mask, pure like rubbing yeah. in their faces and that. <laughs> That's exactly what happened throughout the whole stadium. It's like everyone's like that. It's like chat shit, get banged. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's the thing. If you're going to dish it out when your team's doing well, get ready to get it back when you get demolished in oh, the fourth quarter. See, 100%. And, and here's the thing. I'm not really I'm not really one for trash talking at a game. I like to try and kind of like, like analyze the game while I'm watching it as well. Like try not to try not to get too wasted, especially. Yep. Right? But I was just like, man, I was so close to actually like, and plus I can't afford to get into trouble because if I get into trouble, Really, like whatever and that, that that means I can't fly back to yeah, the you states. Can, you can never yeah. go back. So, so I'm always on my best behavior at the game. Hey, you so. gotta be. You got. You gotta be. Yeah. And we've talked about that prior, uh, going across the border. Not you, me. Yeah. You. <laughs> I live. I live life, dude. Like like I'm Randy Marsh, uh, saying I thought this was America. <laughs> 
Oh, this is America. <laughs> As I'm getting arrested. So talking about the Eagles game here, I want to know, we did this kind of last week with the Jaguars game. And this actually will probably have even better answers this week because we are coming off a loss. But what is one thing that the Minshew-led or Mince-Poo-led uh, Jaguars, what do they have to do? One thing to beat the Cowboys this week. Paul, we'll start with you, man. Run play option. Yeah, RPO it the whole time, you think? Uh, that's, that, seem, that seems to be our Achilles heel, no matter who we play against. Because we saw it with Jalen Hurts. We saw it even with Danny Dimes with the Giants. Yep. Like, Multi, like, like Danny Dimes had like, nearly a 100 rushing yards against us in AT&T, for example. Yeah. Like, it's Danny bloody Dimes. He's crap. See, and this is another thing when when we had talked about uh, in your in your show, you know, over an hour ago, uh, the defense likes to play man coverage, right? So a lot of the yeah. time in a run pass option, if if you send guys on deep routes, well, now if the quarterback decides to run or the they want to hand it off, you, they got They're a lot. They got a lot of time compared to if you're in some sort of zone structure, coverage. right? So, yeah, so zone coverage. Yeah. So that's another reason why that probably works so well against us. We've talked about um, we kind of lose contain on quarterbacks. That's been an issue with us all all season, especially on the weak side. Yeah, definitely, definitely so on the weak side. It's it's nice. The, it's nice that. We don't have to face Hurts, but that would have also been another th- nice thing to see, right? Us going against him because he's the best in the business at it, minus maybe Justin Fields right now, right? He's probably the best. Uh, Jalen uh, Hurts is probably the best running quarterback, if not uh, second. Yeah, it, it's so weird like how the Bears are right now. Like They're playing some really good football, but their record is really like all over the place. Yeah, they're just a couple, mm. like, they're spe- a couple spe- good players especially, like Especially the, the game after we played them, since then, they've really turned it up a bit. Yep. But yet, they're still but yet they're still losing games, but they've played some really good football out there. So, AJ, if you were playing as the Eagles, offense or defense, what's one thing that you need to see to beat these Cowboys, our Cowboys, on Christmas Eve? Like Pirates Cowboys? Like Arr, Arr, Cowboys. Arr, Arr. Cowboys. Um, I mean look, I'm gonna go obvious here. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna um try to uh run the ball on them. And if that's working, then I'll just keep doing that. There's there's actually a perfect recipe here. You have you don't have your starting quarterback. Now I just bet that the Cowboys aren't going to do them enough to shore up their run game to make that like a feasible a feasible game plan so that's what i would be betting on now also then adding on that Minshew's played in enough nfl games he he started for a whole freaking season so he's got the chops to like play in the nfl at least even in this role i'd say probably one of the top <clears throat> Top, top three, absolutely. Top three backup quarterbacks in absolutely. the NFL. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I, I, I have to. I'll give, I'll give you that. Like, men, like Cusping. despite, despite who Minshew plays for, he did a, an exceptional job when he was at Jacksonville under the pressure that he was under at, at the time. Yeah, and we, and we, and then we look at Philly's wide receivers. I mean, they're no schleps. They're turning it on. No. It, it, they're getting hotter now. It's it, it's the smarter play to keep running the ball. But if that stopped, then. Um, you have the weapon. So to answer your question, I still I, I run, run the ball, run, run the ball, run the ball. Try to do what Jacksonville did, run the ball, which opens up now everything. Adam, bandwagon boy one. What do you got going on over there? Uh, offense, we uh, we need to we need to run the ball. <laughs> like, no, no, no. We're we're talking about lo- we're you're the Jaguars. 
Oh, I'm the Jaguars. You're the like, Jaguars. So the, the winning week last week. Sorry, you're you're. This you is Adam. Me up. See, yeah. you're, you're the Eagles. You you're the Eagles. You're... See, Adam is stuck. Adam no. is stuck in in uh, produ- production mode. He he was. It's the, it's the same answer. The Eagles have to run the ball on the Cowboys. You, but yeah. you guys are go both okay. going heavy run. Okay, I'm going to switch it up a little bit. Then. I mean, what like what what like the, the thought? Well, Cal- is... Calvin Joseph sucked balls last week. So, so if I'm the Eagles, no, but, you you said run the but ball. Hang on, you hang said on run the, you but, said, but that goes back to the thing. You you run the ball eighty percent of the time, so yeah. you can open up the twenty percent of those throwing plays because now all of a sudden they're overcompensating for that run, and then you're going to hope that Gardner Minpu uh, <laughs> is going to. I literally laugh every time. Is going to throw is going to throw those deep balls to AJ Brown and and all like the twenty percent of the plays that they're going to make uh, in terms of the throws will probably hurt us more than the eighty percent of the run plays that's, that's going to happen on on Saturday. Okay, so if I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna switch over to the side of I'm gonna switch over to defense for the Eagles for the, for the Eagles. Sorry, yeah, cut sorry, in. Man. I, don't, I don't know I don't know if you know, but um, I, I sent a message earlier, but I don't know if you're aware what, what's happened to Sam Williams. Yeah, so did yeah. you did you end up seeing uh, an update on that? We we definitely did. Yes, yeah, so, so he he was taken. He's been taken to a local hospital for precautionary reasons after he was involved in a vehicle collision around two fifteen p.m. in Plano. Um, he collided with a vehicle that attempted to turn in front of him, but he's okay. Yeah. He's just there for precaution. So, so he did. Um, he, so he t-boned them, or did he hit them in the back? He got basically the the other driver drove into him, turning around the corner, pretty much. Gotcha. It's kind of like the Jerry Jones crash a little bit. That that, cra- it, that pre- crash was pretty wild, much yeah. ident- pretty much identical <laughs> what's been described. The way it sounds, uh, from, yeah. Well, the guy, I'm glad yeah. he's I'm glad he's just getting taken for precautionary. precautionary. So, so, sorry to st- no, 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 no. I'm, I love but the update. Precautionary, aka insurance reasons, right? Yeah, exactly. I, I hate to say it, but that would have been a, a huge kick in the in the gut oh, if he yeah. ends up missing some time. And obviously, you don't want it to pertain to football. You're like, oh yeah, it sucks. We we lost this guy when he's actually hurt. No, but, but I am he's a football I am ha- player. I am happy that he's that he's okay so that he can continue. He's to a play lovely football. guy. So I got to meet him um, two weeks ago. Nice. Lovely guy. Is he just a, a massive human? He's a lot smaller than I anticipated. Really? If I'm being per- I don't know if it's just me though. Like, like I mean, he is like six foot three, but. I was expecting him to be like the size of Tyron Crawford because Tyron Crawford was a big guy when I first yeah. met him, and I was like, "Oh man!" But I would say he's probably about the same size as Leighton Vanderesh, to be honest. Okay, so not 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 as imposing as he, you he's, like, he's, he's bigger than me. I mean, I'm six one, and, and well, you know what I mean. But he's still a big guy. Yeah, we're all he, we're all sub, lovely, we're all lo- lovely six. guy. Paul six <laughs> one guy. with fucking ripped, shredded yeah, abs. Tur- Turpin's tall to me. Okay. <laughs> okay so back to the eagles there then thanks thank thankfully sam williams is okay but back to the eagles if i was the eagles and i had to beat the cowboys we're gonna get cliche here again i'm trying to shut down whatever i can do i'm trying to shut down cd lamb and for long enough that i can get my nfl leading 55 sack defensive line and front seven in at dak prescott the cowboys i feel like i feel like if we could get if we get down a little bit early in the game and the Eagles can then go into full heat heat seeking the destroy mode. It's going to cause us a lot of problems. Dak, uh, his stats weren't bad last week, but when he was under pressure, he did look a little shaky. And that's, I, I took some heat from that saying that last week, but when I was watching the game, when he was scrambling out of the pocket, he made some plays, but he still looked a little, a little shooken up. We've this loser. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's what I'd be doing. I'd be, I'd be blitzing at Dak as much as possible and trying to shut down CD lamb. If I'm the old, bit, if I'm the shit bird, no. It's all no. bit pressure, man. Dip, I dip. said no. <laughs> you can't do that. 
Uh oh, the som soms hitting there. Hey, crack them if you got them. Oh, crack them if you crack got them. If you got them, get it. Um. Well, I think all in all, we have some all have some very uh, good concerns. Yeah. Well, and everything that we everything we all brought up there is there's a very plausible way that if the Eagles yep. do that, they have a chance at winning, even with. Gardner Minshew at quarterback. It's, hey. it's very. It's a very. It is a winnable game for the Eagles still. But, but you know how the Eagles it should be. It, but you know how they beat them for sure. What? They score more points than the Cowboys. <laughs> that is. is the best. The best. I knew that was coming. The best <laughs> way to win. Second pod, Second podcast. AJ is coming. Dad joke. <laughs> the best. The best way to win a game is to yeah, to score more points than the the, the guys yeah. you're playing against. You're not wrong. That's that's an un, that's undefeated logic to be it honest. Is. But at the same time, we cannot let our defense to give up those points to let you know what I mean. I know. Here, here, here's what um I think is missing in that we saw you you brought it up already um with the Lions game specifically, but those letting them move the ball downfield, but then holding them from seven points to three points, it's or huge. even in in some cases, yeah. stripping the ball and getting it back. Like that's a Massive. big, it's a big difference. And, and that's another thing. I don't mind them losing these big, um, chunks of yardage. If they're just going to hold them to three points, because it's just so much like whatever, however you break it down, it takes, a uh, three kicks to equal more than a, than a touchdown. Right. So it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, it's, that's just fucking science. So when <laughs> you break science. that down by, by, by plays, it, it plays a big point, uh, a big difference point. And, and that being said, the Cowboys need to put points on the board for that to really matter. But I think that's the thing too. Um, we need to see is that red zone defense coming up strong, making a play, stopping them so that they're fourth and whatever and have to kick a field goal. Do you instead. think they were just, do you think the defense just ended up getting burnt out against the Jags or like what ended up happening there in the second half? Just they, it just, that demoralization, demoralized, yeah. demoralization, they no didn't, pressure. They, like to me, that's what I saw. I saw a Cowboys team just, but stop believing that they can stop the run and they, and that fucking adds real. It affects the realness of the of the world when you start to think like, well, oh my every goodness, other we're run, not going to run every other run game this year, or every other team that has a strong running back, we've we've been able to neutralize them. Right? Then the games where we're not expecting the running backs to you know pop off, we have we struggle with them. We let them we we let them run all over True. us. You know yeah. so. Yeah, because yeah. what was it? I'd say the worst run games against us this year were Week One Tampa. Uh, then I would say probably the Bears game, or sorry, not mm-hmm. yeah, the Bears game. They no, ran all yeah, over us. The I think the Lions actually ran quite well on us too. I think we gave up over two hundred yards both. And games. then the Jags. And then the Jags. Worst, so yeah. worst rushing games of the year, like let up in terms of yards. Yeah, the yardage. Yeah, what is the so so, like, so this doesn't mean up. like uh, the the impact that these rushes had, right? Just um, stat, yeah, just pure just stat, like. pure stats. So it's the Colts actually had the most rushing yards for. What did they have oh, on oh, us? Oh wait, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Hang on. <laughs> AJ's looking at his home his homebrew stats. He has his, his own <laughs> no untitled <It> <laughs> untitled spreadsheet. And Chicago it's all these stats. It was Chicago because they, like they had like Chicago like two fifty or something, didn't they? Yeah. Sorry, we had the most rushing yards against uh, the Colts. <laughs> it was Chicago and then um, Jacksonville, and then what was the where were the next two? Uh, next two were Tampa and and or I'm sorry, uh, uh, Green Bay 
Oh yeah, see, yeah, Green and, Bay ran all over us, and then up. Tampa too. Okay, so two, so out of those, so three of those games that we gave up, well, Tampa, uh, Green Bay, and Jacksonville, we gave up a lot of rushing yards, and what what happened? We lost. You're yeah. kind of looking at the 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 formula to beat the Cowboys and the Packers, all four games. Yeah, and and, and real quick, guys, an well, interesting thing that I've seen is it been an increase in stats since Dak has come back in in yards on both mm-hmm. uh, passing and receiving, but also an increase in uh, opposing yards. Right. So it's great. We're seeing better offense, but we're also seeing a decline in, in defense. That's a concerning... I would like to see... Why can't they just fucking align together? I would like to and see... And both be... Yeah. Well, I'd like to see where the time of possession lays with that, because I know they mm. were going for a very big time of possession game with Cooper Rush, right? So maybe... The, the teams that we're playing against now with Dak, if we're scoring faster, they're getting more time to now also put put up points instead of us playing that ground and pound, wear them out type game. I don't a, want, a silent hush falls across. Falls the, across the crowd. Because now I'm thinking, I'm trying to think, oh, shit, I didn't add I got, that I got to so, so add that stat. Uh, two, two th- <laughs> uh, I want to pose this question. So EJ Savage says, Cowboys corners need to be physical on the line and throw off the Eagles timing, especially with a backup QB in. And then George says Diggs is physical enough to make that happen. Well, let's go what back your to your let's go back to your first comment. I think Paul had maybe something to say. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh no, I'm, I'm no, good. Okay, I'm okay. Good. He's already over it because you 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 so, you, you stole his okay. fire. So right, what fire did I steal? So so how how I don't know. I'm just I was just going with it. Um, I'm drinking more songs. So. In term in terms of our <laughs> in terms of let's say uh, if we look at the Eagles. Obviously, their system is designed around Jalen Hurts and having the option to run and then utilizing Miles Sanders and then having like you know their their wide receiving core. Putting Gardner Mish- Minshew Minpu in there. Sorry, Anth. Gardner <laughs> Minpu in there. Uh, I just ha- call him Fuckstick. <laughs> how 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 do how do <laughs> how does uh, how does that fare? Do you think we're going to see more arrows or do you think they're going to stick it to the run game? He's more than capable of throwing. So yes. I don't know. It will be interesting. Yeah. It'll be in, it, it'll be interesting if they keep the same system as they use with Jalen Hurts, or if they do something completely different. I definitely think it'll be uh, like you would you would assume that they would stick to more the run game. You would assume, which is like, kind of a so, kind of a trend like, with backups, right? Yeah, but we we mentioned he does like to throw the ball quite a bit, so. And he has more. He has more of a pocket pass. Like he's not the biggest quarterback in the world. He's not the best, but he does like tend to like sit back more in the pocket a lot more than Jalen Hurts does. So, yep. look, um, I'm 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 just looking at his career stats here now. Obviously, he's digressed since his rookie season. Just has really not played at all in the last two years. However, um. He was pretty conservative with the ball, okay? 41 touchdowns overall and only 12 interceptions. Make smart make smart reads. Yeah. Yeah. Now, he's not throwing the ball deep. Look at his average, only seven yards, and that's pretty fucking Yeah. Who does that remind you of in terms of, the, when you look at the stats, uh, who does that you remind you of in terms of being conservative and in terms of long, there's not hardly any long deep balls? Are you thinking Dak like, a little bit, kind of, sort of? Well, I was kind of thinking more in, in the like, like he's Jimmy not Garoppolo, okay. maybe. Yeah, yeah. He's like, kind of like a Jimmy not, G. They're not, they're, yeah, they're very Jimmy G like. 
And then he's only got, he only has one rushing touchdown ever. So actually, I think so. Yeah, because we were talking about that earlier, like saying, yeah, we could think we might see Garner might rush for the ball. Who knows? But it's not maybe like, not. Yeah, but look maybe at that. Not. Look at that average, boys. He can still do five yards. That's a, <laughs> that's no, true. No, it's look, true. It's a killer. What you need is a four yard average to run to run down the field on your off on your offense. Four four yards per rushing. That's gonna run you down the field and you got a quarterback that can run. We've already seen that. That's the, uh, that's the weakness on the Cowboys at this moment in time. Well, again, again, when we're looking, when we're not expecting quarterbacks to, to hustle all over the field in terms, it just means he can, he's got legs. I'm not saying that he's he's going to match any, like he's going to be a rushing quarterback, but I'm just meaning if they get in a position where they need three, four, five yards, well, that's an option that's more than capable. He's more than capable of doing that. It, it, wor- it worries me that if we are looking at boss man fat, Diggs is being sick, do we see uh, uh, on that first drive one Diggs will mass- play. Yeah, Diggs will play. But I mean, saying like knowing that he's ill, knowing that you have boss man fat, fat on the other side, do we think that they'll, they'll be. Uh, so a mixtape com- coming. Well, in. I just th- I feel like they're going to air it out right away. I'll be surprised if Calvin Joseph starts. Like it, that's a, on the depth chart, he's still slotted to start. But that will be something that I'll I'll be interested to see if he is starting f- for us. I, I think I did look, and uh, I can't quote the numbers exactly, but Bland got more um, snaps than Lewis. He, Lewis is out. Ah, uh, fuck! There I go again. It's his boss man fan. It's that Som 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 Sam. Bass man, ba- boss man fat. Yeah, you can't mess that up. Nope. So with boss man fat, the reason do you mean more snaps last week? Yes. Well, because yeah. Bland Bland was playing the slot, right? So no, no, but but I'm so what? Like he's still. Well, I don't think if if he's ta- if Calvin Joseph's taken out, it's not going to be because Deron Bland's taking a spot. Deron Bland's playing the, is the slot no, corner. Sorry, I just mean he's playing more as our as our second cornerback. At, at this moment, Bland. Well, who do you start with? No, Bland's are, are, is, he's our slot. So your two corners are the guys going to be on the outside. Yeah. So, so Bland played more because he was because he was in the slot and Calvin Joseph got benched for for the other number two. So get, Joseph got taken out and replaced. Bland stayed at cor- at the slot corner the whole time. That's why he has more snaps. So you if you're significantly game? more. Oh yeah, because yeah. well, okay. he played he played the whole game. You're gonna more than likely. Any NFL team or most NFL teams run a lot of nickel, right? right. So you're going to have a lot of the time, you're going to have three cornerbacks in. Okay. So that's, and Deron Bland played that spot the whole time. So they're, they, they play kind of, they, obviously they're both cornerbacks, but they both play different positions. Like you got, and you mentioned he got, Bossman Fat got pulled got, out. Got pulled out, right? So, so he would have, he, if he would have stayed the whole game and not got benched, he would probably have more, uh, more plays than, um, Bland just because there would be plays that there you don't have a third or close court. enough. Yeah, or clo- yeah, or they'd yeah. be close enough. So it'd be interesting to see what you should the snaps we should be looking at is uh Calvin Joseph versus is was it was it how do you Paul give me some give me a hand here. Israel Mukamio Mukwamu. I would like to see what the what the difference between those two guys like did when did they pull uh Calvin Joseph? Was it the third quarter after that second touchdown? Yeah, I believe it was. I'm, I'm looking right now. For George the in the chat saying Nashawn Wright, Goodwin, and Mullen are the other options. Who? who so the Mullen guys. Nashawn Wright had. Here's the thing. Nashawn Wright had a lot of promise during um, uh, 
training camp. He looked really good during training camp, but we've not we've not really seen him feature as well. well a little I don't bit know why. A little bit well, and I thought is isn't yeah. Israel a sa- isn't he a safety? I thought Israel was a safety. He can play. He, he's a corner. He's, he's like that type of hybrid. That he was the hybrid. Basically, dude. what? Yeah, it's basically what. Um, not Jaron Curse, but who was the other guy that we had in uh, Neil? What was his name? Last year, he was a oh, hybrid. Oh, uh, Keanu Neal. Keanu Neal. He was a linebacker, Keanu. but he was a safety as well. Keanu, I liked Keanu. Keanu. <laughs> uh, but either either way, it'll be it will be interesting to see if Calvin Joseph does start the game against the Eagles because if he is, I, it makes me a little bit nervous. Both Devontae Smith and uh, AJ, AJ Brown. Brown could take the top off that guy, no problem. Oh. Without a doubt, I mean, I would be worried about Anthony Brown against uh, AJ Brown or Devonte Smith. That's that's good good call. I would yeah. I would be too. They're both they're both very good players. It'll be interesting to see how they play. Diggs is he, I mean, it's probably going to be the same thing. He's going to be on the right side of the field, left side for the offense, and probably just stay there the whole time. It's kind of been what they've done most most of the season. Yeah, like I mean, the, even with a backup quarterback, in I think we are in for still a tough. Uh, a, a tough uh, wide receiver cornerback uh, game. Like I, th- if if we decide to go, if if Minshew and the Eagles decide to go into the air, I think we are going to be in a, a, a difficult spot because they have two very capable receivers. So great, AJ Brown shut down. Now we have to worry about Devonte Smith and, and Dallas uh, Dallas Goddard's back at the tight end yeah, position. Exactly. So. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. So and that's when we were talking about like the the. I, whatever stat Mike was talking about with the tight ends um, for Dallas, like it looks like we're in favor of shutting down the tight ends and Dallas uh, and, and the Eagles aren't great with the tight end scoring <laughs> and in with, whatever games. But I think with, with Goddard back, like it's going to be a, a bigger, a bigger issue than it has been but with, for the Eagles in the past or, or uh, it's going to, we're going to have an issue with the tight end this game. Today, junior. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Oh, deal. <laughs> Shut up! It's funny because it's from the same, that both references are from the same movie. I know, I know. Um, no, I totally agree, but I think Goodert's coming back. His threat is his hands, not his game speed. So if he gets open in the red zone, yeah, scary, can catch a touchdown. But I don't know that he's going to have that open field speed and so i'm hoping that that's not going to be the factor that we have to deal it's with the safety blanket he, though right with a backup say, quarterback I, i'm 100 percent. yeah no absolutely very true um look who has their dick in the mouth now aj <laughs> <laughs> why is my dick in my own I, I, mouth <laughs> very Mar- very maryland manson of you over hey, there. if i was gonna have a dick in my mouth it would be my own well I, yeah exactly <laughs> lies it's all about the beautiful people man yeah so Ooh, aj nice, what weird nice what ball. weird table do you got going on up here it looks like some sort of snap count but what are you what are you trying to what's the talking well, what, point for this look what i really was wanting to look at was um I wanted to find out the snap count for last game, and I did find that earlier, but then I pulled up this kind of interesting chart, and this is just total 2022 season. So nothing, no point to make off of it yet, except to say that I think Biadaz is one of the most underrated centers in the league. No one talks about... Yeah, Tyler. No one talks about centers anyway, so... Maybe they're all extremely underrated, but this guy's it, it, shown I'll, up. It, it, yep. I'll make it easy. I'll make it easy for you. Just say Tyler Badass. Tyler Badass. Hey, 
Exactly. Skip the A. Skip the I. Skip the fucking Z. And go right to there the badass. Uh, but he has been playing really well. And we talked about it. I don't know if it was actually on the cast or not, but we mentioned why. How do we know he's playing well? I don't even fucking hear about him. You never hear his name. He doesn't I'll, tell his- you wh- I'll tell you why he's playing so well right now. It's under a Duke Mayweather the offensive lineman coach that is off-season program, him and Terrence Steele go to him now and we've seen a drastic increase in their production in the offensive line this year tenfold. So you think, you, are you saying it, it's it's his uh, like off-season mental re- and offensive A advantage? lot of it is down to like, it comes, comes from mental training in terms of correct posture, in terms of correct technique, in terms of hand placement for blocks, everything Duke is one of the top guys in the industry when it comes to coaching offensive linemen, and he's really done a great job with Tyler and Terrence this year. A, a quick asterisk to just this entire conversation. In five years, let's look back. Okay, so mark it right now, everyone on, their, on should your I, should, 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 I, should I write it on our write notepad? It, write it on our notepad, which is pretty blank right now. Um, centers will be the new darling of the NFL. You think so? Yeah, I think eventually... Well, yeah, well, who was the Tyler Linderbaum? Yeah, the, the, the guy from Iowa. He was the main talk about the draft this year for the, for us. We were thinking about, oh, should we draft a center or should we draft a guard? And he end, where did he end up? Was it Baltimore? Did he, he end up? He, yeah, he was just after he went because I'm pretty sure he was still on the board when we when we went after. Yeah, after like, like he, went. yeah, like he was really high regarded. Like he could have went top ten and stuff like that. Like, and that's quite high for a center. But like for, even for first round for centers, that's quite rare. Very centers or guards, interior interior linemen's very. It's it's like it's because it's not the sexy pick, right? So people have a a hard time taking either. But I'd say even if you had to pick between guard and center, center's probably the least taken in the first round for sure. Mm-hmm. Interesting, and, something interesting on here. Sorry, AJ, just yep. CD Lamb. How many snaps he's taken? Yeah, he's, he's played eighty seven point seven nine percent of the Cowboys' snaps, so he's always out there. That's that's good to see. And that's that's interesting. Then you also look down the next highest is Noah Brown at seventy two percent, essentially. If you just round up, and um, Gallup down there at fifty eight percent. Now, of course, he was out, so that's not a, f- a fair. Uh, I'm quite surprised. Schultz is, I'm quite surprised. Schultz is quite high up because he's missed games. Yeah, as he well. missed quite a bit of games too. That just shows that he's yeah. since then he's pretty much been on the field for every offensive snap. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Do you I'll think? Something, though, t- sorry, I would tell you something. Though, Expect to see Jake Ferguson bump straight back up once he's fully fit from concussion. Oh, definitely. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No I, I mean, love Jake Ferguson. Love him to bits. Yeah, we're, we're, we're Fergalicious fans. Paul, something we are huge on here is is that, uh, I mean, we've only seen it a couple times maybe uh, or a, a couple games where they really started utilizing it. Then Ferguson got injured. But there was that three uh, receiver, or sorry, three tight end. Tight end, yep. They even did four occasionally. They occasionally. Had, they had, uh, had Sean McCune in there, yeah, that's right. It was yep. pretty, that how was ex- badass. And how exciting is that? Like, that. that's, um, yeah. you wouldn't think it was an exciting thing, but it no. is. Yeah. Like, because nine times out of ten, you would scream power run when you see yes. four tight ends on, like, the same um, side of the sideline, like, like, close bunch together to the O-line, you're like, oh, surely this is going to be like a pure power run with Titans running up field. No, it, it ended up being a passing play, you know? It's just, I mean, and that's the one thing, like, with, with Kellen Moore, like, he does some, he does do some really nice, cool stuff, but 
like we kind of mentioned earlier before, it can be a bit too cute. And that's what really can sometimes kind of throw off, especially us, depending on what game. Like, I've, I thought the game against Jacksonville, it was okay. Like, we were putting points on the board, but we were moving the ball all right, etc. But that, like the Houston game, mm-mm. That was dog shit. Yeah, it's hit or miss. Uh, we're gonna switch the we're gonna switch the script here. I asked all you guys prior what you would do if you were the the Philadelphia Eagles and what you would do to beat the Dallas Cowboys. So now I'm gonna ask you, Paul, if you had to be the Cowboys, what is your main thing that you're going against these Philadelphia Eagles and saying if we do this, we're going to beat these guys on Christmas Eve? Come out guns blazing straight off the get go offensively, and just be more cautious on the line of scrimmage for the defensive line where it comes to the run play option, but also present themselves with the attack from the inside gaps. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah. I think I think overall we just need to kind of be. If there's one thing we're we're very aggressive on is our defensive line. And that's kind of caught us out with, especially the run RPO and um, screen passes and stuff like that. If we just have that like that extra second just to kind of see what happens, like try and like make them think they're going to throw the quick pass, then they might actually scramble up and actually just completely fall underneath their arse. Yep. So, and we've seen that many times with other quarterbacks where they did it so much, people read on it too, too well and Next thing they know, they're getting sacked like four or five times within that quarter, pretty much. Like, for example, Danny Dimes and Carson Wentz. That's happened to them this year. Yeah. No, I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, AJ or Alex, which one wants to go? Or AJ, AJ or Alex? Well, hey, I will. And, and I'm, I'm completely sober. I know. I, I, <laughs> hey, I'll hey go. sober? I know. After you drink four My or five bubbles, you're crack them if you got them. My God. God. I, I, I got to drive. I got to drive, and it's quite snowy out. So I'm kind of. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to kill anyone. I'm such a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you wimp. <laughs> um, I agree. I think uh, points on the board from the offense, and that might mean running plays to to get the field goal, but um, that's what they need to do. Don't leave your de- your don't leave the fucking jacket hanging on, on the defense that they're gonna have to make a stop here. Um, obviously, we want to believe in them, and, and they have shown that they can get points themselves if they want to, right? But the offense needs, needs to come to play, put points on the board, even if that's just three points instead of fucking fourteen, and you get six. Like, do it. So you're saying, and in, in we've been, we've been in a few situations where we've went for it on fourth down in the red zone or in their in their territory and been stopped. You're saying get go get the points no matter what here. Yeah, I mean in theory, yes, and I mm. you know per play we can change that mindset. Right. Momentum has a lot to do with it, but but don't discount just putting points on the board. It, it does add up. It comes back to bite you at the end of the game. And with how we've been playing, I really yeah. think scoring early is an important key Definitely. as well. That's a, that's a great point you just made there, man. Like, how many times have we seen where we decide to go for it in fourth down and we lose by a field goal? The best example I would think is probably Las Vegas last year. Yep. Like, yeah, we, we, decided, we decided to go for it in fourth, we got stopped, and we had to rely on the field goals and stuff like that. Yep. And... We with Zerline too. Oh my with, god! With Zerline, we and we got game. beat. 
and and we were winning and up to that point, and Raiders came back and they beat us with the final kick of the game. Yeah, that was gut, that was gut wrenching. We were and at it. That sucked. The, the confidence <laughs> for our kicker right now is up high. Like let's let him hammer Absolutely. him. Absolutely, let's utilize Great that money maher. Anything within sixty, put that motherfucker out there and let him kick. Exactly. Add what do you got? What are you, Mr. Mr. Mike McCarthy over there? What are you doing? How am I Mr. Mike McCarthy? Mike McCarthy does not have a gorgeous beard. Do you like want to be, I'd rather be Mike McCarthy than Kellen Moore. Okay, who do you want to be? Uh, I want to be the wide receiver coach. Okay. He's got a good beard. Yeah. I don't even Wait, know. I, sorry. Al Harris, just, I'm pretty sure. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but the Brent Maher did not get selected for the Pro Bowl this year. I know, year. I saw get... that. He got yeah. What he got the hell? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, well, that, he got that, snubbed. That, yeah, that's ridiculous. If all ridiculous. the kickers in the NFL, there's like comeback player of the year, essentially. Yeah, he was out of the league. Like, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> totally. He was out of the league, and the guy's killing it. Yeah, he got he got snubbed. The kicking, the oh, kicking things, was... the kicking thing's such a... It's just who people remember, right? It's always like Justin Tucker's in no matter what. Obviously, that's in the AFC, so it doesn't matter. I'll tell you something, though. Like Aaron Donald does not deserve to be in the Pro Bowl this year. Does not deserve it. He got it. That's, that's what I mean sometimes. It's popularity. It's a popularity co- contest. Yeah. Because we definitely had, we, we did talk about it. We had a couple snubs. I thought Dorrance Armstrong has made it, had a good enough year to possibly get on there. I mean, the NFC, the NFC uh, lineman categories is a tough one to break into. But then Malik Hooker and Donovan Wilson have also had quite good years i thought either of those guys could I thought, have. yeah easily i thought wilson would have been a, an absolute for sure Chat, chat's correcting us al harris is the db coach and that's who that's I what wanted, i said that's who i wanted to be i said al I, harris. I, well, I was saying wide receiver oh you said, oh yeah and i don't but want you but you meant al harris i meant al harris i know yeah yeah you, yeah, you know you know me hey because he's got the good beard he has a good beard uh so crack him if you got him son <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> Give us your fucking point. Well, I can't. <laughs> uh, my point is uh, go really, really hard on the run um, for the first uh, for the first two quarters nonstop. Uh, make them think that we're predominantly sticking with the run game, and then and then buy the time for those for those big wide out um, routes that we can we can put it in. I don't know. I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, look, I want them to hammer. I want them to hammer in the points as soon as possible. I, I want us to make a statement out of this game. Um, on defense and offense. So my my one thing that we need to do, we need to run the effing ball. Run it, run it down their throats. Run it down their throats. throats. We have two solid running back scenarios here, and either one of them is going to uh, is going to be good for me, but when we have them both uh, running at the caliber that they're running right now, I, I do think that we will win this game if we, if we focus on running more than throwing. Not to say that we're not going to get some of those uh, – some of those air miles, you know, cash that to the bank, baby. <laughs> hey, yeah, air mile time, baby, air mile time. Which we do need for our, our next year's trip. Yeah, well, I'll be on you guys next time. Yeah. Uh, so for me, if we had to do one thing to beat the Eagles, I'd like to see us control the the or control the time of possession. I always yep. feel like when the Cowboys have a very good time of possession, that kind of plays in hands with ads running the ball theory if if you have the time of possession you're going on these long uh demoralizing demoralized demoralizing drives and your defense is getting off the field i think that's a huge stat that kind of gets overlooked you can usually tell who's going to win the game if you even just looked at that stat there's two stats i've i, I really like to look at it's that and then turnover battle those two determine mm-hmm. so many football games and if if even if we could win either of those i'd be very very happy mm-hmm are you are you nervous because of the secondaries that the Eagles have? 
Am I nervous? I'm not really, um, to be honest, I'm not too nervous about this game because a little, it, it's taken a little bit of the, the fun this, out of it. The edge is taking off. The yeah, edge the is taking off a bit. So yeah. it's, it's not, we were so hyped about, we were talking about this three weeks ago in our we're weekly. Talking, what are you talking about? We are talking about this at the start of the right? season. Right, so it, it's been so much hype and it could, it, don't get me wrong, I still want to win and I still want to beat Minshew yeah. because if we lose to this team with Minshew on it, well, what are what could they do to us with Hurts, right? It's a lose. This is a lose lose scenario for the Cowboys. If we win, it's like wow, well, you you beat the you beat. Yeah, the this is what we're saying. Yeah. If you if you lose, well, <laughs> you guys fucking lost to Minshew. That, this so, is the, yeah. this is it doesn't matter. About. Yeah, yeah, because this was was exactly what I was talking about. Eagles fans have already scripted their comebacks and their excuses, pretty much. Yeah, fuck the Eagles fans. Yep. So yeah, he, fucking scumbags. Here's, you can't say that enough. I thought someone played a soundbite when Paul said that. I thought, what if you guys played a soundbite? <laughs> you you want me to play a soundbite? Well, you know, it was very soundbite. You guys have been we lacking on the soundbites well, a little bit. Well, listen, we're not going to soundbite on somebody else's podcast. Well, that's right? fine. And then when because we've had Paul on here and, he, and Zoom, he doesn't I, hear it. I bet you. I bet I bet you say that to all the boys. I don't even know if Paul I can. I bet he- you say that. I don't even know if Paul can hear our sound bite, so it's just it's not. I fair can hear to- it. Okay, okay, yeah, that one. Yeah. Uh, so it's just sometimes we're just a little yeah. bit. Look, give me those damn sound look, bites. Look, I'm we so- can. Here's what we can all agree on, and this is what George just said. Eagles, Eagles Suck. fans are truly the worst creatures on this planet. Yeah, everyone agrees. They with are, that, except for they Eagles are, fans. They- they are voted the worst fans in the NFL, and rightly so. For teams for, that celebrate, they like to like, pull down lampposts and flip cars and throw beer cans at kids and now, stuff like that. Cheer when uh, the opposing teams hurt. I did, like that. Did, this sucks for the people who live in Philly, but they love it. Yeah. They, no, no, they no, soak no, it in. No, but this is what I've heard. And it makes a lot of sense. Little dicks. Is they, little dicks and they Philly, eat paint. Well, a Phillies fan, and it might be like this. Like I said, it doesn't speak well for people in Philadelphia. But Phillies fans are pretty much those people who live in Philadelphia. Cowboys fans are all over the fucking world, yeah. right? And Exactly. And, um, you know, you can say, you can have your argument about, how you feel about that because I would say the argument goes to say that Cowboys market themselves a lot better. So they're yeah. more of a, of a, uh, uh, a appeal. Uh, yeah. They're, they're, they're a international an brand and internet. They're a brand, let's say, whereas Philadelphia is no, this home. Oh, we grew up but, here at Kensington since, you know, exactly. Like. <laughs> but it's, it's not, it's not necessarily. Give me my cheesesteak sandwich, bitch. <laughs> hey, you, hey, you guys. Hey, oh, hey. It's not unique. It's not unique to Philly, but that's what Philly is. Yep. And so now, you, now you look at each um, fan base based on okay, if that's into consideration. Well, Philly is just trash, and that's why they have mm-hmm. trash fans because they they're trash. They're Humans. trash people, right? <laughs> even even the outside of their stadium looks like a shopping mall. It does. Well, this I won't be I won't be playing I won't be playing this soundbite at all because he's a Philly native. Who this loser? Oh, he but is. we do love. But we do Shane love Shane Gillis. Gillis. We won't we won't play the Shane Gillis soundbite. Uh, okay, so we all agree Philly fans suck. Did you see what they did? Mm-hmm. Did you see what they did? Uh, one of the Philly coaches did sent Doug Pe- Doug Peterson, the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. They sent them like 
35 uh, cheesesteaks and a bunch of fries because they beat the Cowboys. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, Rent free. 100% rent free. Like Cowboys in their mind. They they can't stop thinking about us. But yeah, yeah, they're, but yeah, they're the ones that are like, yeah, this no, 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 real right? quick, real quick. This, thank you for bringing that up, uh, uh, Paul, because I was thinking this too. Like, Cowboys have nothing to lose in this game except for the little bit of pride that they have left after losing to the Jacksonville Jaguars. So obviously, yep. Eagles are a team you want to beat, but we're we are down to our lowest. We had a shit win over the Texans, who we were supposed to beat, like. Coming off of a 40, uh, 40, 40 burger and a 50 burger and now playing Dismo, like the, the Cowboys are very low. They can't get much lower. So as long as we come in, like the the, chant, the optics to me are win are in the headlines. Just you got it. Based off of win. All, all of that. Winner, like, winner. You got to bounce. Cake dinner. You got to bounce back because if you don't bounce back against a backup quarterback. and Yeah, that would look all bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we're, we're we need to wrap it up here, but I think uh, the, what Mike McCarthy is hoping uh, to have the winning locker room speech, he's going to say, "Philly cheesesteaks for everybody in here." <laughs> <laughs> Mike, why do you have six of them? Uh, before, because I got to bounce. But what yeah. we'll do, what we'll do, we got to do, we got to do the bold gotta predictions, the and we got to do the and the score predictions. Are we all locked into our score predictions that we gave on the UK Cowboys yeah, yeah, show? Yeah, okay, yeah, so, I'm I'm still sticking to okay. me. Okay, so, so Paul, like, you you so, kind of went out with a or you started off with a bang and your guys' show so yeah I'm, I'm going way like it's not saying i'm confident but i just think it's just going to be one of those games where it's just going to be chaos and it's not the result where you would expect so i went cowboys 44 eagles 20 what was it 27 yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom! Forty Ayo. burgers for everybody. I'm gonna save bolds till the next. Yeah, round. we'll just go quickly go around yeah, in our okay. scores and then we'll boldies. Uh, my score prediction is 34-17 for them boys. Woo 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 woo! We I did, boys. I did, I did uh, 2014, I believe. I don't know. How I thought you did yeah. 24. No, you no, no, no. I did wow. 2014 because yeah. I was saying the two kicks by Mayor. I was too busy. Well, Twenty like to fourteen. That. Wow, that I, I hope that I AJ. I hope that doesn't happen just because then we have some not on defense, but our offense has some some big issues. But it's it's definitely just playing into what I'm seeing, bro. Could, could happen. I like it. I went. I oh, fuck. I can't even remember. I'm pretty sure I went 31, 24, I thought thirty one. Yeah, 24. it was. Yeah, it was. So I'm going 31. that because for for the Cowboys, I think we get back on track. The Eagles are obviously still good enough to put up points. Yep. and they have a great defense. So even thirty points, if hey. we can get that on them, I'd be very impressed. And now we put you on the spot, Boldy. My me, Boldy. And we're reverse order. We're, okay, reverse order for yeah. my bold prediction. Uh, I'm gonna go. F- we gotta. We gotta say I'm going kick up, or a special teams touchdown and a defensive touchdown. Two screeches, baby. We're oh. going to be drinking some screech, boys, on, on I was going to say Thanksgiving, on Christmas Wait, Eve. I, I need to ask, what the hell is screech? So it's this, there's this place called Newfoundland. So that we got these three grab, bottles. Oh. I'll grab one. It's, so, a, yeah. pl- it's a place uh, on the east coast of Canada called Newfoundland, and... Uh, they, they, our, they, have, they speak an entirely different... Oh, they pull, really pull speak back, a very back, Irish... It's just a oh. rum. It's yeah. it's, it's just right. a rum. It's not. It's they're uh, different. They're a different breed of Canadians, and they breed a different liquor called yeah, you Screech. Hold, you know you want a sip. 
Oh, no, I can't. I can't. I literally can't. <laughs> is it that bad? Uh, it's, if I do it, it's just, it's, an, it's, it's not, taking you it's to not, another level, it's I not think. Terrible. I think it's more we've got ourselves. You know how so, liquor, okay, liquor has. We've got ourselves four, so mentally psyched on but it. No, liquor has 40%, 40% vodka, 40% uh, rum, 40% screech, I think. It right? is, yeah. It's, there is a difference of how the body takes those um liquors in my opinion not necessarily rum and vodka but screech it hits you harder it's a harder 40 percent than a vodka 40 percent i definitely mm. feel if you were sitting here with us so oh, Paul, he'd probably you, you, he'd you, probably you, kill it like oh absolutely like, you, you, you're a screech guy our okay, older our oh, older man, brother I, I, our older I brother Sorry. I, I love drinking Rumpel. I love drinking whiskey. I love drinking sh- straight up, dude. So, yeah, sign me up. It's, yeah, a, it's, it's technically a rum, but it is. Yeah, a, our, our older brother drinks one. it like water. Yeah, he was, when he was here on Super Bowl, he was being. Nate Dog, like, who's on the show, drinks it like yeah, water. And then UK, three, U- UK Steve drinks it like And then the us, us three, three were, were a bunch just, of oh, pussies. We're such pussies. Oh, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have my bold prediction. Let's hear it, then, okay. babe. Let's I, hear it. I am going to say that. I'm going to go back to the well on this one. I've said it before. I think we're going to see 100 yards um, total for Pollard and 100 yards rushing for Zeke. Okay, so you're saying net Ooh. yards for, for Pollard yard and then for Pollard, 100. 100 for Zeke. Like that, rushing. That's pretty, rushing. It's, yeah. it's, it's definitely doable for 100%. I'd I, love like to, it. I would love Is to see it. Is it not bold enough? No, that's bold. It hasn't happened, so it's, okay. it's bold enough. Uh, quick question from chat uh, as we're going through the bold. This is for... Uh, Paul, uh, George asks, who does a Scottish guy root for in soccer, football, Rangers, Celtics, uh, uh, Celtic or Motherwell? Celtic. Fuck yeah. the Rangers. <laughs> I just wanted to bring that up because. Sorry, I had to say it. Yes, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm a Glasgow Celtic man. There you go. Um, bold prediction for Adam. Uh, okay, so my bold prediction for this game, I do feel we're going to see Dak Prescott get above 300 yards this game. And uh, he's going to throw three touchdown passes. He did that last week, didn't he? He didn't get above 300, though. What was he at, 265? Yeah, he hasn't cracked. I don't think he's cracked 300 all oh, season. so pathetic. It, it, it honestly well, is. The, 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 the thing, the next question is, is Dad going to throw an interception? Yeah, I think at this point, that's bold, the boldest. Is it ta- Sorry. Okay, Dad, okay. So yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm confident to add that in. No in. Ooh, okay. That that Ooh. that spice. You just put a little. You just put a little. I mean, spice I'll, put zero, on that. I'll take zero ints. Did I put a danger By, witch alone. on it? Might be spicy. Might be spicy. I'll take zero ints alone, spicy. but I like it. Okay, yeah. and we'll take it, Paul. Let's hear it. What do you, what's your big bowl? Oh, and Paul uh, George from the chat says uh, uh, Celtics. Nice, good answer. So you got another good family. man. That's what I like to hear. Um, okay, uh, so, Paul Boldy. Um, my bull prediction is going to be Sam Williams is coming out of a car crash and he's going to put a car crash on Gardner Minshew and take one to the house. Yeah. Oh, nice. There we go, baby. So are you saying the the sack fumble scoop and score for Sam yep. Williams? Nice. That's bold. That is I a like nice it, bold Because even a Sam Williams four sack fumble would have been good yep. and then or even a scoop and score would have been good. But you put those things together and you got yourselves that's a like nice bold. That's like an ultra bold. bold. That's ultra bold. That, that's quite bold. Great. What was yours? Mine was a uh, defensive touchdown and a special teams touchdown. Oh, right, right, Two right, screech. Right. Two that, screech, baby. Yes, That's how we got. Shots. That's how we got <laughs> off off uh, track. All right, so we're gonna hop off here. Uh, we will be live at what a half hour before <sighs> kickoff on Sunday. So we're, know, whatever baby. that ends up being. Saturday. Saturday. Sorry, I keep saying Saturday. 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 I, know, Saturday. I, 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 I keep I keep I keep forgetting it's Saturday as well because Christmas. I'm gonna Eve. be at my yeah. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be at my mum and dad's till like freaking three o'clock in the morning watching that. There's <laughs> the like, ah. Oh. 
Well, so, if, you, if you need to keep warm on Christmas Eve, Paul, you know what uh, what chat to hop into. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. So we will be 30 minutes uh, uh, on prior to the kickoff. Before we hop off, Paul, if you want to give some shout-outs for your guys' page, your personal stuff, uh, I know you got yeah, a, sure, you got a couple, a couple things going on. So if you want to give yourself a couple shout-outs before we get out of oh, here, I'm, now's the time. Much, much appreciated, guys. Thanks again for having me on. Um, yeah, guys, you, as you can see, my, my, my personal Twitter handle is IMPStu, but I do work for bloggingtheboys.com where you can see the World's Team podcast every Saturday. Well, it's now every Friday, I believe. Because the schedule is now kind of changed, but me and Meg Murray we do that, and also uh, every Tuesday and Thursday I'll be on the UK Cowboys fans um, as we ha- had you guys on earlier at the show, yep. which was awesome. So yes, loved having, loved to be on. Your always love peace to the man, the the man from Scotland, uh, the bandwagon boys over there. Are you guys excited though? Still a little bit for this Christmas Eve game? I know we've kind of, yeah. we were kind of down. I'm still excited to beat the Eagles because anytime you destroy the Eagles, it's a good it's a good game. So here's I, a, here's an be interesting fact. Like you do remember the last time the Eagles wore all black against us at home. Trying to think, when was it? Feather, it was feather. The, it was the Ezekiel Elliott hurdle over. The linebacker that could have that was, could have been the greatest touchdown of all time if he would have just uh, landing. I think it was the same game where Amari Cooper um, did the spinner Rooney and scored the touchdown. So and they're wearing all black. Yes, yeah. they're wearing all black. Well, we're about to we're about to make it a all black Christmas, and they're going to get smacked out, boys. All right, for the bandwagon boys over there, your host Anth Bested, Paul, all the way across the pond. We out, son. Oh, crack him if you got him. Crack him if you got him. Welcome to another round of Drawing Board or Miro Board. Today, we talk brainstorms with UX designer Brian. Let's go. First question. You thought you'd see everyone's idea in the team brainstorm, but you've got a grand total of one. Drawing Board or Miro Board? Drawing Board, right? Because in Miro, the team can add ideas now or later. And with privacy mode, we can keep them anonymous until they're good to share. Correct. Next, you need the best way to explain your idea, but all you have is a few sticky notes. Drawing board or Miro board? Drawing board, because, you know, in Miro, I could record videos, add text, images, links, and digital sticky notes, of course, present my thoughts the way I want. Right again! Now, you're looking for a past idea you thought was just genius. Only you could find... Oh, there it is. Drawing board or... Miro. Our finished and unfinished work lives in one place. And he's won. Join over 60 million people getting ideas noticed in Miro Brainstorms. Get your first three boards for free at Miro.com. That's M-I-R-O dot com.